Welcome to the Energetic Radio Podcast. My name is Dale Sidebottom. Each week, I'll bring you inspirational guests who will help you bring fun, energy, and purpose into your lives. Let the show begin. Alright everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Today is episode 173 and I am joined by Buddy Hammond all the way from LA. Now, for those who have not had the fortune of coming across Buddy, his energy is infectious. And for somebody being on a podcast called Energetic Radio, Buddy is the right person for that. Now, we talk about so many different things today. We talk about love of movement, uh, practicing mindfulness, gratitude, um, different ways to switch your mindset and not only your mindset, but those people around you, taking a negative and focusing on the positive, the benefits that can have on your health, um, as well as that buddy used to be one of the best in the world at spike ball. We talk about what spike ball actually is, um, as well as that we talk about his new passion for his podcast, and just so much more. It's a really organic, natural chat, uh, and one that uh, it felt like the 30 minutes just absolutely flew by, because buddy's infectious, and he's so passionate about helping people people and providing just the most amazing ideas and content for everyone. So guys, I can't rate this highly enough. Uh, Two people with a lot of energy, a lot of love, and that is all I'm going to say. So sit back. This is episode 173. Yeah, let's, let's do it. All righty, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm stoked. I've got Buddy Hammond all the way from LA. How are you? Great, man. Oh, I'm doing good, man. And just to be clear, I mean, everyone thinks like Southern California. I'm from LA. I'm actually like an hour south. So I'm actually here in Orange County, but closest to LA for sure. <laughs> nice, mate. Nice. I've actually been to Orange County. Is it? Um, I think as one of those big things growing up uh, was the OC, mate, the, the TV show. The OC. Yeah. And that, I mean, that's not 100% how it works around <laughs> here, but that is definitely uh, definitely part of the Orange County area, no doubt. Nice, uh, nice part of the world, mate. Beaches there are stunning. Yeah, we are blessed with some of the greatest beaches. I mean, I can drive 15, 20 minutes and be at four different amazing beach spots. Um, yeah, all with incredible views, great warm water most of the time. Not so much right now in February, but... <laughs> Mate, and I, I love that. Now, let's for, for listeners, because I've got listeners all over the world, and um, some of them wouldn't have heard of you, mate. Do you want to paint the picture of your background, your story? Who is Buddy Hammond? Let's paint that picture for the listeners, legend. Oh man, I should have seen. I should have seen this question coming. But <laughs> honestly, I, I see myself as someone that just loves activity, loves movement, loves interacting with people through sports and games and anything that could be played and creates joy. I mean, we're we're in such a crazy time where we move less than ever. Um, health is becoming a serious issue, especially here in America with, you know, nutrition, lack of activity, everything's automated. You can have whatever you need delivered to your doorstep. So, I mean, I'd say from the time I was grown up, sports, activity, games, and now my mission is really just to help people get feeling healthier and happier and using, you know, working out and proper nutrition, sleep, water, stress, paying attention to all of it, just to help everything come together, create better energy in your life so that you can help those around you even more. That's become my mission over the last couple of years. And I'm excited to keep pushing forward with it. Yeah, mate. And I love that. And I think that's why obviously 
podcast is called Energetic Radio, and people can already listen, mate, that you are bringing the energy in. And one of the things you just mentioned there, that as a society, and it's not just in America, mate, it's Australia, in the last 10 years alone, the obesity rate has doubled. And the reason being is people get up, they get in their car, they sit at their desk all day, they go in their car, they go home, they sit, they may not even do a thousand steps a day. So how much is it about making movement fun for you? Well, honestly, it's movement is super important. 100%. But I think it's more about training people's brains and fighting through the misconceptions. Because when you talk to someone about if you were to ask a random person, hey, how are you supposed to lose weight? They say, we have to move more and we have to eat less, which is incredibly true. But a lot of people are starting to do loads and loads of cardio and working out and testing themselves, seeing how hard they can sweat and how good of a workout they can get. And they're not eating enough to fuel their bodies, which is actually kind of fighting against them. So they're losing a lot of their healthy muscle tissue and not losing the body fat, which is what we're looking for. So I'm not just trying to help people lose weight. I'm trying to help them lose weight in a healthy way, add strength, maintain muscle and all of that. So it's not just move more, eat less. It's about how do we move more efficiently? Yes, get more movement in, but also eating the right foods to supplement everything that you're doing. And I think that's, that's a key to just having good energy. And yeah, I mean, I know plenty of people that have lost 10, 20 pounds, but don't feel good. They have low energy because they, they lost a lot of muscle. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to be a positive force behind doing it the right way. Mate, I love that. And, and I think it's one of the things I am really passionate about, buddy, is that making it fun and making it a lifestyle change so people don't dread exercising and moving their body. Instead of it being a negative, it ends up being a reward because you're so fortunate to be in a position that you know, you, you're not injured. You don't have any disabilities or anything like that, and you can move your body. And I know that's a message you have. And I, I suppose one of the big things this time of year, it is February, uh, New Year's resolutions, mate, and by now probably, I think there's stats, something like 95% of people have maybe fallen off the wagon with their New Year's resolution. Do you see that over in the States? And, and if so, what's a way to sort of stick to it and make it so it's not just something that, you know, you do for January? Yeah, that's a that's a good point to bring up. I mean, I used to work out at a big box gym called LA Fitness. Uh, once again, I'm not in LA, but one of the big <laughs> tra- uh, chain gyms out here is LA Fitness. And definitely in January, you see this big surplus of people and you're like, God, I can't, can't even find a single dumbbell to do the work. Um, and by mid-January, early February, it's back to normal. It's People just don't stick to it. And like you said, a big reason is people don't enjoy what they do, they're doing. They think they're having to punish themselves to lose weight. They have to eat a certain way. They have to exercise when I try to challenge the mindset behind that. So I actually worked with a mindset coach who one of the first things challenged me, hey, you don't have to do anything. You get to do all of these different things that are going to help you create this wealth and this happiness and the success in your life and in your business and in your, you know, just everyday living. So I try to instill that in my clients as well. And like you were saying, you touched on it. People feel like they have to do the workouts, but if you can make them enjoy it and realize like I am able-bodied, I don't have any injuries. I'm doing this because I want to feel even better and serve others better. That's when I think the lasting change happens. If you can make them enjoy it, work around what they're already doing so they don't have to cut out every single thing that's negative and make them realize, hey, it's not so much good food versus bad food. It's there's certain foods that are going to serve you better on your journey and fuel your brain and your body better than certain other foods. And when they kind of connect with that, it's like, okay, so I can have the cake, but maybe I should just eat a little bit less and maybe I should eat a little bit more of the good stuff and balance it out. So 
in terms of to answer your question, I mean, you have to enjoy the process and not make it feel like it's a punishment to be at the gym or eating chicken, brown rice, and broccoli. You know? <laughs> I, I think that's so true. And it is, it is as easy as that, a mindset shift, you know, instead of thinking of something as a negative, it's a positive, you know, like when you wake up in the morning, instead of thinking about all the negative things you've got to do, focus on the positives that you're going to enjoy. And it's a simple thing like practicing gratitude. And, and I agree, but it's exactly the same with movement and it's with eating and everything you do in life. If, if you want to find the positives in it and why it's beneficial and why you enjoy it, you will enjoy it more. Whereas if you want to focus on the negatives, then that's going to rain through and you're going to battle. You're not going to enjoy it. And you will be one of those people that won't stick to that New Year's resolution. So what else, when you work with the mindset coach, I'm, I'm really interested here. What were some of the other techniques or strategies or sort of practices you work through, mate? Yeah. So, I mean, I, it kind of starts for me. The big reason I decided to hire a mindset and business coach is I was just I was in a place where I was working at Orange Theory Fitness and I was doing something that I really am passionate about, which is helping people move better, move in a fun environment. And I loved it for like six months. And at a certain point, I just I didn't have the energy. I felt like it wasn't challenging me. I, I needed more for myself so I could do more for others. So I reached out after kind of starting my own business and deciding how I wanted to operate my business, but I couldn't really, I had a feel for how I wanted to do it, but I didn't know how to tie it all together. So he worked with me a lot about what are my limiting beliefs and why am I looking at the world from a lack of scarcity? So I'd say two things that he really instilled in me is one, if you're not already grateful and happy for what you have in your life and the experiences that you get to have, why do you think that's going to change when you get to the next level? So whether it's a monetary amount of money or reaching a certain goal with your weight, right? If you're not already content and grateful for how you are right now and how well your body operates or how much money you have now, how you're able to eat every single day, that's that's not going to change. Your brain, when you get to the next level, is going to think, okay, what do I not have now? What do I need to work towards? And you'll always be in this anxious kind of state and not grateful. So a big key to just being content in general and being happy is being grateful for what you have and working towards the next thing, knowing, hey, I can do more when I get to this next level for other people as well. And the other one with gratitude, so gratitude's a big one. And the other one is getting out of a scarcity mindset and thinking for me, that was in terms of money. So scarcity mindset thinking, oh, people won't be able to afford what I'm offering, even though I, you know, I think it's a good value, but they won't be able to afford. There's no money out there. How am I ever going to make a living and realizing, hey, life is abundant. Everything that you need out in life, it's out there. So whether for me, like I said, that was monetary. And once I realized, hey, the people that need me and have the money will find me if I'm doing it based on the right energy. And for people that are looking for help with their health, all of the resources, all of the tools are out there. It's been done before. You can find them online. You can hire a coach. You can start taking action today. And we live in a beautifully abundant world that has everything we could ever imagine. Um, we honestly live in an information age where anything you've ever wanted to learn before is out there, but now it's time to just take action and start utilizing it. So yeah, mate. And yeah, I know that was, that was a lot, but <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, I love that. And it, it is so true. And quite often a lot that like you just said there that um that we do have all these things in our life that we're grateful for but a lot of time we don't think of them we focus on the negatives and like with money you know we focus on what we don't have instead of what we do have and how we can go about getting it so was that a big decision for you to say right i need help here so i think sometimes people are, are scared to say i need help if that's talking to a friend a psychologist a business coach like you have there was was that a process or did you just go right you an action man i just need to do this and this has to be done now 
You know, I wish I could say I was an action man and just pulled the trigger on doing it that fast. But I mean, I sat with my anxieties and my depression for a while before I actually was like, you know what? I'm going to get a, a hold on this because I don't want to be someone that gets deeper and deeper and then I can't pull myself out or I'm not making the impact that I feel like I was born to make. So for me, I was really scared because I actually did a podcast with my mom yesterday where we talked about her father who passed away and he was very manic depressive. And back in the day, I mean, if you had a problem, you just, you shrug it off and you fight through, you don't talk about it. I mean, you, you just build toughness. That's how it was. And that's why I'm so grateful today. Like we can openly talk about it. So when I was struggling, I did a lot of research on my own first, just because I didn't want to put that negative energy onto anyone. I was expected to be happy at my job. People see me as a happy-go-lucky person. So I dealt with that on my own in the beginning, and I researched what this sadness, anxiety, depression, what it all meant, how to kind of deal with it. So I watched TED Talks about people that struggled with it and got out of it through, like I said, practicing gratitude or meditation or you know, um, all these different types of tools that I really started to apply. And then when those were kind of fading and I wasn't sticking to them, I was like, all right, I need to tell someone about this. So I was able to talk to my mom and be like, Hey, honestly, I've been feeling really off. I'm not really sure what to do. Like I'm freaking out because I know grandpa was this way. And we had a really good conversation that I felt a lot of weight come off just from that. And then when I really want, felt like, okay, a big issue that I have is the confidence in my business and the impact that I'm making in the world. How do I really get things going with this business that I want to create? hired a mindset and business coach. And he really encouraged me to actually speak to a therapist as well, because the two of those things together make such a big impact. Like I said, just being able to go and brain dump and talk about things and a therapist being like, is that really a big issue? Or do you think you're making it a bigger deal than it is? And you kind of think like, wow, I really do have it good. The fact that these are my issues is a beautiful thing. Like I'm not starving. I'm not going thirsty every day. And I'd say just a combination of all those things really helped, but it definitely took me a while. I had to follow my own process, which was, you know, researching through articles online, TED Talks, reading books about mental health and self-help and things like that. So, like I said, it was my own journey and I'm so grateful that I went through it because it's allowing me to help so many other people that have gone through it and speak openly and honestly about my own struggles. Yeah, and it, I, mate, I'm just sitting here like nodding along, knowing that um, I, I've been through very similar things, exactly what you say. And, and one thing I, I found hard, and it sounds like you have as well, that um, we come across as, you know, really bubbly out there going people, you know, but it's not always the case. You know, sometimes you put on a front and then when people don't see you, you're not that sort of person. So um, to actually come from where you have, I can imagine now, um, are you just enjoying life so much more from, you know, putting it all out there, speaking to a business coach, speaking to a psychologist, getting it out and, and figuring out more about yourself? Oh, absolutely. And I mean, even with all of that, I still have my days. You know, I think we all do not, it, you don't get to just do it one time or practice it a little bit, even every day and have it be perfect. You know, there's definitely highs and lows like anything in life, but I'm able to see how the lows are affecting me, what thought processes are going on and how to kind of get myself out of that better than I would have before. And I don't feel myself sinking. I'm more able to take action and realizing that the thoughts that I'm having are creating a feeling, which is creating an action, which is creating a result. So if I'm able to change the thought about something that I'm experiencing, it will then have a better chance of changing the feeling. I'll take more action. It'll lead to a different result. So for me, like I'd kind of spoke on meditation was, was a huge one too, because you start to realize like you don't have to attach good or bad or emotion, happy or sad to a certain thought. You can just see, Hey, 
this thought is just kind of popping up in my head. I'm going to sit back and wait for the next one to pop up. And you realize that one will kind of fade away. And if the same ones start coming up, you realize, okay, hey, how do I, how do I actually take action about this? And then those positive changes start to come in your life. Yeah, I, I think exactly what you said there. It's all about finding routines and habits that work for you and, and your personality and your day and everything like that. So obviously exercise is massive for you, buddy. And I, I think I saw you put your video up the other day. You are a shredded odontist, mate. You're you're rolling with 0% body fat and you are looking good, mate. But um, <laughs> Oh, and to be fair, that video was from several months ago when the sun was out. I was more tan. You know, I'm definitely getting back to that same physique, but that's just a beautiful byproduct of it. <laughs> exercise man <laughs> it is mate it is so what i was getting yeah. at there um credit to you mate you do look good but daily routines oh, obviously you. obviously exercise is one of them you just mentioned meditation are there other things that you have every day that are non-negotiable to make sure that you know you are at your best you are at your happiness your energy is high yeah and you know i am getting better and better at holding myself accountable at those non-negotiables but i'd say the things that always make me feel the best is taking at least at least 30 minutes at the start of the day to not be involved on my phone to not be involved in my business just be focused on me so i take that time to more often than not i try to get up do some journaling go work out yoga and meditation uh, i try to hit those several those things every single day so journaling um, at night even i'll plan out my day for the next day and then in the morning i kind of fill out some prompts as to hey what is it that i want to accomplish today what are the priorities i want to get done that i get to accomplish not my priority have to do list but the things that i get to accomplish right kind of like we spoke about before but i'd say yeah journaling kind of planning out my day getting some sort of movement getting that energy in motion um we talk about emotion a lot where emotion is essentially energy in motion so when you're not moving and you're sitting with that sadness it, it has nowhere to go it's just getting blocked in you just if you can go throw some weights around or you can go for some sprints or even just a powerful walk up a hill that'll help move that feeling throughout your body and get it out um so for me i know you know with the endorphins and the dopamine that come from the exercise that is a huge one whether i do morning or afternoon but yes working out meditation, some yoga, journaling, all of it is so powerful in creating the kind of life you want to live and the energy that you want to live with. Yeah. And I, I love hearing that from you because uh, a couple of weeks ago, I shared, you know, what I felt a little bit off the wagon last year at the end and starting this year was a bit slow because I wasn't doing my morning routine. And mine's quite simple, you know, 20 minutes in the morning is my time. I don't look at any notifications. I don't look at anything. I, I, I set my day up that way. And when I do that, buddy, I am so much better in myself. I'm not anxious um, and the days seem to flow by better. I sleep better, everything like that. And I think like you said, it's it's not something we're always going to master and you will fall off the wagon, but um, it's not about being perfect. It's about trying your best and cont continuing to come back to it and um, figuring out what works best for you. So I think if people are listening, um, give something a go. And I never tell people to follow mine or follow buddies, but um, is that sort of the, the message you have made that find what works for you as an individual and give it a go? Absolutely. More than anything. I mean, I've, and mine changes all the time too. That's what people, I think I really want people to understand. It's like, just because you do it one way and it works for a while, doesn't mean it's going to be that way forever. So we have interests that change. We have priorities that change. So for me, every single day when I woke up, it was yoga first, then meditation, then I can get on with my day. Then it shifted to where, Hey, I actually want to get my exercise in, in the morning and not worry about it 
later on because I have all these client calls that are getting moved around. And I just, a lot of times my exercise would get sacrificed for calls and things going on in my business. I was like, why don't I just get the exercise done early, get a good workout in, don't have to worry about the rest of the day, have good energy. And then sometimes I'll do my yoga and meditation at night. Or if I have more time in the morning, I get up early enough, I'll do my yoga meditation right after the workout. So it changes as we go, depending on what the schedule is like. But yeah, that's what I would leave people with is it's okay for it to change. It's okay that something that used to make you really happy at one point doesn't have the same effect on you. Um, those things are going to happen as you age through life and you just kind of got to roll with the punches. And the more you try to hang on to the way things should or shouldn't be, the more you create that emotional attachment and it, it can, I don't know, it can just beat you up. So just sit back, observe what you are and aren't happy with and go with the, go with the flow, go with the riding the waves, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I think it really comes back to like, you can't change the past or the future, but what you can do in the present. And that's like should and could and all these other words like that. You, you do have control and you can take like each day as it comes. And some days you might not be as committed as others but as long as you continue to work at it and put i suppose what we're really doing buddy with you know the 20 or 30 minutes in the morning that we both dedicate to ourselves that is our time all right and i don't think you're good to service anybody else or have the right attitude unless you can really invest that into yourself so if you're neglecting yeah, that one, time yeah i was gonna say one thing that i actually put a big post on that a lot of people resonated it resonated with a lot of people and they started applying it because the way i put it is if you were going to go out and do sprints or you're going to go play an entire football game or whatever it is, an Australian or American football, whatever it is, <laughs> Thanks, right? Right, yeah. you're going to, you're going to warm up your body first, right? Correct. You're going to, you're going to take time to make sure your hamstrings aren't going to blow out your quads, your heart rates up, your muscles are warm, all that stuff. And we tend to do that with exercise pretty well. We warm up before lifting heavy weights or going on sprints. We don't do that well with our brain as a society. We are very go, go, go. That, like we mentioned, a lot of people, the first thing they do, they roll over, they grab their phone, they're responding to texts, they're checking their social media, they're hitting emails, they're doing all this stuff, and their brain hasn't even had a chance to wake up and process the first things they're hearing, what they're actually seeing, what they're tasting in their mouth. And the 20 minutes that you give yourself in the morning and the time that I give myself to kind of just start my day is essentially the warm up for my brain so that it can be more effective throughout the day. I'm not overloading it from the start. It's getting a warm up and it's more productive and I... I feel way better, honestly, because of it. Yeah, I, I love how you use that analogy of like obviously sport because people can relate to that and you do invest time in getting yourself as preparing yourself. It's like if you're running a gym session or you're teaching a class, you don't just roll in and, and just wing it. I'm sure you do sometimes, but more often than not, you put the, the practice, you put the theory, the preparation in before you actually go and run that. Um, and it's exactly the same each day with our body, like you've just mentioned. So, buddy, let, one thing I really want to talk about today is spike ball, mate. Now, um, I've played a little bit of it. I'm not, I'm not that good. For people around the world that may not have heard of spike ball, you are one of the best in the world at it. Do you want to explain? <laughs> if, you, if you could give a little, I don't know, 60-second spiel on what spike ball is and then talk about how good you are. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm going to be completely <laughs> honest with you, Dale. I am not the elite-level athlete in terms of spike ball that I once was. I mean, I was – definitely a top level player one of the top three or four players of my time which is this is a couple years ago you know i can still hang with the best but the game has evolved <laughs> to where they're hitting some crazy serves and it's just it's a very different game than when i played um but for those of you listening it is essentially 
volleyball, but instead of hitting a ball over a net, you hit it off of a circular trampoline net that sits on the ground. So the first team serves it, it hits the net, it bounces up to the other team. Those two players have three hits or less between them, just like volleyball, to try to spike it back off of the net. The last team to successfully hit the net or not hit the rim um, is going to win the point. The cool thing about spike ball is it can be played 360 degrees, so you can hit it any direction, and the other team is still responsible for getting there. So I actually worked for them for a very long time because I was I was lucky enough to be one of the first people to like find out about it here in Southern California. So I got a bunch of my athletic buddies together to play with me, and we made videos, and we were teaching people, this is how you play. We got in touch with the company, and it led to some really cool opportunities with setting up tournaments, traveling to compete, traveling to teach at PE conferences, and making more videos. And I was actually on featured on Shark Tank as one of like the demonstrators in the room with the sharks, which was really cool. Um, and yeah, we have a, I have a very long history with the game. Still love everyone that works there, but it didn't work out for me as a full-time position, unfortunately. And honestly, I, that's what I wanted more than anything in my life. I went through a really low point after that didn't come together after all the work that I put in. But like we learned, I mean, the universe has your back. It puts you in situations that you're meant to be in. And it's allowed me to make a bigger impact with health and fitness in my own creative way and led me to other opportunities like Ramp Shot, another backyard game that I'm working with now that's essentially a more active version of Cornhole and gets three players involved. And yeah, I mean, we kind of touched on it before we talked about the podcast, but when you just follow what you're feeling and what you feel like you're meant to be doing, good things come from that and you affect people in the right way. So um, I'm very grateful for my experience mate, that's, with that. That's a quote of the year so far for me. And I, I think that's exactly right, that um, if you just keep pursuing things that you love, um, you will find a way to make it work. And I think that's like with Spikeball that, um, you know, it's just evolved. And um, as I said, I haven't played it much, but you can just play it anywhere. And if you haven't seen Spikeball, guys, go and check that out. Type in Buddy Hammond on YouTube. Watch him go. Um, mate, I think you're very modest there because you were a demon on that net. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I honestly, like we talked, I haven't competed in a long time. I really don't play spike ball all that often anymore. Um, and it's not, it, it wasn't because, you know, I didn't stay in touch with the company and didn't get to keep working. I just honestly lost interest. It wasn't as fun for me. The game was changing. It wasn't as defensive and it was really hard to play defense. So at a certain point, you know, it just wasn't exciting me. It wasn't giving me that workout that I wanted. So I moved on, got more into beach volleyball, but Honestly, there are so many people that are just now picking it up and love it and getting really good workouts. So I can't encourage them enough. Yeah, it's one of those things that I know personally around Australia, so many schools that I go to work with now are catching on, whereas a lot of the schools I went internationally, they've been playing it for years now. So um, it is a sport that is you know, becoming sort of worldwide. And I think the best thing about it is it can be played anywhere. You can play it at the beach, the river, at home, in your backyard, at school, in your office, um, wherever you like. So, buddy, I'm aware of the time, mate, and I don't want to you know, rabber on too long. But one thing I do want to share is you just mentioned before your podcast, before you die, that you had your mum on recently um exciting mate that do you want to tell listeners because i can guarantee they're listening to you going mate i want more of this guy um here's, <laughs> here's your chance mate your podcast let's talk about it oh man yeah so the honestly the inspiration for the podcast kind of popped up because i was traveling around australia um late last year i had about six weeks over there i got to do everything from melbourne and then east so i was in melbourne bondi beach i went all the way up the coast got to do fraser island um uh, the wit sundays cans noosa magnetic island i got to do it all wow, so mate, that was a really cool experience you, you saw a lot of it 
Oh, dude, I did. And so I definitely, I'll be back for sure. I, I'm, I'm even thinking about coming back at the end of this year. So we'll work something out where I can come mate, meet you in person. But, mate, I'm uh, in Melbourne, so you can come stay with me, mate. I live near the beach. Oh, that'd be More perfect. Then <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to go all the way down to Geelong and go hang out with Andy, Andy Harris. Andy nah, mate. <laughs> other side Love of the bay. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, in terms of the podcast, the, I got inspiration because two girls that I met that actually were both American started a podcast before they went to Australia about two girls who quit their jobs and traveled, traveled Australia. And I was like, Oh, that's super awesome. Uh, we had a great time hanging out at the hostels and all the events we were doing that they were like, Hey, we'd love to have you on the podcast. I was like, Oh, that sounds like fun. You know, I'll share my story and kind of see, you know, tell my background with health and fitness and my anxiety and traveling and stuff like that. And from the time that we turned on the mics, we were just having a blast and we were so engaged and listening back to it. I was like, wow, there's really something to this podcasting. I think that's why podcasting has become so popular and so common is for me, just having this conversation with you right now, Dale, is like so meditative in its own because I'm so focused on what I'm saying and the so message true. that I'm trying to spread. And I'm able to do that with so many different people that all have different stories. So I had my best friend. I had uh, my mother recently, I had another girl who's involved with health and fitness, another guy who's big into real estate, but also has a fitness business. And you could just connect with anyone on the same topics. And I really wanted to be um, a driving force behind just openly talking about anxiety and depression and figuring out what it is you want to do before you die and staying motivated and true to yourself and making those things happen. Oh, powerful, powerful. I've never heard of anyone say um, like a meditative state, but it really is, isn't it? Because um, I am listening so intentive to what you're saying. I suppose um, like what you're going to do now if your podcast is you'll get people on that you want to learn from. You ask questions that you want to listen and you want to take in. And um, when you listen and you're driving, there's no way known that you're observing like we are right now to our conversation, how in-depth it is. So I love that, guys. I'll have links in the show notes um, before you die. Check that out. Now, buddy, before I let you go, mate, um, so you can go and ramp up in the gym, do some more bicep curls. I've got a couple of, <laughs> I've got a couple of questions I always like to ask. And one of them is, if you could look back over everything you've done, you know, spike bowling, traveling the world, um, you know, your mental health issues, and uh, now basically helping people improve their health and fitness and outlook on life. If you could look back at 18 year old buddy from everything that you have done and everything yeah. you've learned, what would one bit of advice that you would give 18 year old buddy right now? Just keep doing it, man. Just keep going. Keep inspiring with movement do what you love because those things are going to help change the world i mean I, I honestly believe that just doing the things that really mean the most to you whether that's fashion whether that's like i said working out if you're helping people with their finances if you're passionate about it that will come through people will want to work with you and it'll lead to the right energy you know if if something feels wrong or feels off don't hesitate to make changes so for me like I said, I've always wanted to be in health and fitness and help people with that. But the way I was doing it at Orange Theory just wasn't the right thing forever when I thought it was. So I'm still very involved and very passionate about improving health and fitness. But I'm so grateful that I left that job to kind of create my own my own programming, my own impact the way I want to do it. So, yeah, yeah nice. I mean, if, if I were telling 18-year-old me, I'd say just stay the course, man. Just be happy every day as much as you can. Um, love others. Have as many great conversations as you can and really try to just impact people the right way. Oh, 
Beautiful. That's really nice, man. I think um, that really just comes back to being present, you know, and uh, one of the things that I think in today's age, we, we struggle with so much, but you know, I know I do all the time that we want to have this amazing future and I'll be happy when we do all these different things. But like you've just said, is that enjoy the journey, be present, and you have to do that if you want to have meaningful connections with people like you've just said. So um, when it's all yeah. said and done, mate, when it's all said and done, and I'm not saying that your time's up, you've got so many good years left, but what legacy do you want to leave on the world? What do you want to be remembered for, buddy? Man, I ask myself that a lot too, and not to get too uh, sentimental or anything, but a big a big um, topic that's been coming up in my podcast and in life general is just is, is death in general, right? I mean, my podcast is called Before You Die because we are all headed to the same destination eventually. <laughs> are, yes. And it's about, you know, for me, it's not it's not so much I want to leave this crazy legacy, but I, I meditate and I think about death as like, how do I want to be remembered when it is my time, right? When people are around and talking about me at my own funeral, are they having positive things to say? Did I make a positive impact? Was I, was I rude to them then for no reason? And that stuck with them. It's like, you don't know what small action can lead to a big feeling for someone else that actually creates, you know, a really good process of happiness or could work negatively. So it's just, I'm very conscious about how I treat others because I want them to have positive things to say about me and positive life experiences from what I offered with the way I lived my life. Oh, mate. And I, I couldn't think of a better way to finish off today's chat. I think uh, that is just really fitting. And and if people really listen to that message there, there's so many things they can take away. So guys, if you are listening, go and check out Before You Die, that is Buddy's new podcast. But where is the best spot to find you, mate? Like if people want to reach out and say, hey, mate, I love today's chat. Thank you so much. Or if they want advice on health and fitness, or, you know, maybe they have felt similar, you know, mental health issues that you've gone through as well, buddy. Where can we find you? Yeah, thanks for asking. Um, I hope that they connect with me on social media is the easiest way. Um, on Facebook, they can find me at Buddy Hammond. That's B-U-D-D-Y-H-A-M-M-O-N. And then on Instagram, it's simply Coach Buddy Hammond as well. So C-O-A-C-H-B-U-D-D-Y-H-A-M-M-O-N. Shoot me a message. I'm, I'm on my phone way too much these days because I'm <laughs> always having conversations with people and sending voice messages like we did yeah. yesterday back and forth. It's just a, I, I want to leave the people with that too. If, if you're tired of texting and typing things out, record your voice. Your energy will come through with that. You can get a lot more words out in 30 seconds than if you type it. And that's been a lifesaver for me. Mate, I'm all for that. And not many people just send them straight out. So I think that's why we connected so well. I'm a huge believer in those. A lot of people don't like them because, oh, they can't open them in a quiet room. They go, Dale, you're too loud. You're too, you speak too fast. I'm like, well, energy is infectious. And buddy, you have brought that today, <laughs> mate. So guys, I will have links in the show notes. Uh, this is episode 173. If you go and check that out but buddy thank you so much for your time today mate it's been awesome to connect oh damn man it's been unreal I've, i got butterflies thinking about everything so thank you again for connecting with me and having me on your show superstar thanks champion